Hello and welcome to Insightful Crayons. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode. My name is Maya and our other hosts this evening are Lauren, Lindsay, and Justin. We're chilling in the beautiful Sanford, Florida area and super excited to create some more episodes for all of you. Please keep in mind that you can always send us some more questions that you would like for us to discuss here on the podcast episodes. Feel free to email us at insightfulcrayons at gmail.com. We'll love to connect with you. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. For our new episodes that come out every Friday at 5.35 Eastern Standard Time. All right, so without further ado, let's pull a question from the magic hat. Right. Okay. Didn't I do it last time? But <laughs> <laughs> you were so good. Does everyone have a purpose? Oh, wow. All right, well, before we get started, let's close our eyes and take one big deep breath. Let's breathe in. Good stuff. So back to the question, does everyone have a purpose? That is such a good question. Mm. I guess it, it depends on your definition of purpose. There you yeah. go. Hmm. So what is purpose? I mean, we're going to like try and Define that like we've done before, or find the specific definition of it. Well, no, what's it mean to each of us? Yeah, that's I mean. what I'm saying. Like, whatever your purpose is, is how you see it. It's like, it's like, you know, what's success to someone? Everyone, mm -hmm. there's a different version of success for everyone. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, do we agree that there is a purpose, though? Or is there not even a purpose? I think you can find a purpose in everything if you really yeah. think about it. Like, it's like asking what the meaning is to life. I know. There is no meaning to life. <laughs> like, it just happens and then <laughs> you die. <laughs> in my opinion, like, it's fun what happens in between. It's great. Do what you want. But purpose? Yeah, I'm going to be recycled. <laughs> Whatever I am physically is going to be recycled. Like, so I guess what dimension has a purpose, like this physical life I'm living here, if we play on the, f let's say the opinion that it's predetermined, all right, then just playing it out. I don't know, playing devil's advocate here. I mean, chiming in on your comment, it's like, you're talking about being recycled. Well, isn't that the purpose? That's still a purpose, yeah. Still a purpose, of being recycled. Okay. I don't know. Converted, transmuted, still transfigured. Yeah. So I guess purpose would be in the process, in my opinion. So then we're all just walking each other home. So then, what what is purpose? Back to Lindsay's like pre question: What is purpose to each one of us then? Because maybe that determines our interpretation 
of whether we do have a purpose or not. True. Yeah. Well, the first thing I thought of was probably because Justin's wearing a shirt. So we have a mutual friend, and he has a company slash movement called Life Far Out. And the whole mission statement is find your life purpose through adventure. And his shirt says, find your adventure. So whatever that means to you. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That was just the first thing I thought of. Like how there's a compass on it. Yeah, um, there's a compass on it. Direction. And another kind of uh, tagline to it is find your true north. So, yeah, instead of just, I guess, instead of just being on autopilot, just going through life, um, have that true north in mind with everything that you do. Be intentional with everything that you do. But again, that's relative to everybody. So. That's true. Because what we, what we might perceive as someone not living an intentional life, to them, they might it's just the way that we perceive it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, only they can answer that question. Yeah. So I think this is an interesting question more so for the audience to kind of like reflect on themselves. You know, you guys can really evaluate what you perceive your own purpose to be. We can't tell you what it is. We can only attest to what we feel our own purposes are. Right. So then let's do that. What is your purpose? I don't know. <laughs> you don't have a purpose? I'm not saying that I don't. I'm just saying I don't necessarily know. And it, I think it can change too. Yeah. Like, um, I have this uh, reflective journaling practice and one of the questions, it's a set of questions for the morning, a set of questions for the evening. It's the same questions every day. There's like six morning, no, eight morning and then six evening. And one of the morning questions is, what, are, what is your life purpose? Mm -hmm. And then the question after that is, what are you going to do today to bring you closer to your purpose and vision? So again, going back to being intentional. So, and I noticed that my life purpose kind of stays the same-ish, but sometimes it'll change a little bit, you know, from day to day. Because you would think answering the same question every day would be the same damn answer. Yeah. But it's not always like that, which right. is really interesting. I think, too, it's like you might have a different, like you said, piggybacking off of your purpose might change. At the same time, I think you might have a different purpose for different people at different times in your life. For sure. I think enough for me, I've saved multiple people from committing suicide. Was that my purpose in their life at that moment, at that time? Possibly. You know, had I not been there. Are we still friends? I don't, not necessarily. But that was just my purpose for them in their life at that time, in that moment. Mm -hmm. And then we went our separate ways. And that's just what it was. It is what it is, you know, but yeah, your purpose can change. It doesn't necessarily mean that my life purpose is to save everyone from committing suicide. Right. That's not my life purpose. It was just that my purpose in that moment. Yeah. So I think kind of day to day, even it can change. Yeah. That's pretty cool because it shows the interconnectedness of 
every everything of all of us you know mm -hmm. it's like how i feel about it is like i feel in my perspective is like we have a main purpose like it's gonna be like a very vague very vague purpose it's not gonna be specifically geared to one microscopic thing but more so it's going to be a purpose that is singular but in a very broad mm. type of um answer of to give you of a purpose and with that broad statement of what your purpose is it's like then you can branch off of that in mm. different facets that are part of your purpose for example if your main purpose is to spread love and light onto the planet. There's many facets to mm -hmm. spread that light. You can be a humanitarian, you can be a teacher at a school, you can be vastly different things. As long as you spread that love and light in whatever it is you do, then you're completing your purpose. There's mm -hmm. different roads, there's different branches of getting there, but you're gonna get there because that is your purpose and that is general but at the same time it's intricate and vast true yeah i like that yeah for sure. i also think that you can create your own purpose you know you don't have to like live your life and go oh obviously this is my purpose because these things are happening you can create that you can manifest whatever you want your purpose to be mm -hmm. and start living your life that way like you said find your life purpose mm -hmm. figure it out figure out what you want and the rest will follow. If you want to live a life of being a humanitarian, the rest will follow. That kind of a thing. Yeah, the first step is making that decision. Yeah. Everything else falls into place. Yeah. But if you don't make a decision, then you're just going to be on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And what kind of life is that? We're just wandering around in circles. Yeah. Or doing <laughs> what other people think you should be doing. Yeah. Like, how many kids go to college based on what their parents want them to be? That's what I did. And I never should have gone. Like, I should have waited. I should have stopped. But I did it because that's what my whole family said was what you should do. They groomed you for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's parents. Sometimes parents, they groom me for things. But, again, how I feel about that is, like, how I feel is, like, we have a purpose before we get here. And, you know, throughout lifetimes, maybe your purpose changes but i feel like before we get here in this lifetime we have a purpose that we're called to do now whether on which way technique to figure out what that purpose is is trying to figure out what you love and what you hate mm -hmm. and the more that you realize the things that you hate or outgrow you realize that's not your purpose the things that you love and you resonate with are guiding you and leading you to your purpose. Even things that you like make you in a blissful state and time passes by and those are like those are ways in figuring out that's your purpose because your purpose is constant. So those feelings, those emotions and those things that you love and that excite you and and really raise your vibration and stuff. Mm -hmm. is like a magnet to your purpose 
that's that's like what I'm visualizing right now is that magnet drawing you to your purpose and if you you know get interference with that magnetic connection you're gonna feel off you're gonna feel like crap sometimes but then you know one way or another you'll just keep going and you'll get back into that magnetic attraction to your purpose and for some it can it can come through like the most tragic of ways mm. or it can be a gradual process i mean i feel like that part is up to us and you know maybe what we planned before we came here yet again um or maybe even free will that has a lot to do with it mm. but i feel like yeah before we get here our purpose is already you know we already knew before we came here what our purpose is because we have like a higher self we have a highest self we have different we have different layers of what we are and to me i feel like some of us isn't even fully integrated in this vessel yet because this vessel this our bodies are so tiny and fragile and we're so we're so vast mm -hmm. and we're connected to even a more vast a more vast intricate thing that we as humans can't really comprehend mm -hmm. But, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel about it. Earlier this morning, we were talking about quantum physics and yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it's, it was interesting to talk about and all, I mean, it always is, but like <laughs> one of the things that was brought up was, you know, when you have that, when you start thinking about someone and then you start thinking about them and they call you yes, or you run into them. Mm -hmm. it's that like attraction like you're like, attracting that like attracts like yeah whether you you think you're doing it or not you're doing it regardless of if you think that you are some people call it magic but it's the universe pulling you together that's why they say when you're not looking for someone is when you find them because then you're just letting that natural attraction flow mm-hmm mm -hmm. And ego isn't getting in the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're opening up to receive and being playful. I feel like when you're doing something spontaneous, unexpected, but also embracing that inner child and really vibing that playful um, mentality, you're raising that vibration. And mm. like that playful aspect is part of the cosmos, that sacred dance of creating and destroying. I mean, it's yeah there's like you know sacred geometry and like all these mathematical things with it but at the same time if you don't have play and dance and just be random you're not gonna have that balance mm -hmm. of the universe that's yeah. how it is chaos and order yeah, yeah that's where the magic happens in that place mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool yeah i mean the universe is nature it's natural it's not mm -hmm. it's organic yeah it's just this natural flow of everything it's it's not a nine to five mm -hmm. you know <laughs> yeah we, we 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 want it to be we want it to be structured we want it to be in our control yeah but it's it's not and so when you have that childlike you let the inner child out and you just realize it's just let it be. It's when everything happens naturally and organically. 
Yeah. And I think, um, for me anyway, finding joy in your heart is a great way to bring about, you know, that, that magic. And also knowing that you are living your life purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, do you find joy in what you're doing? Yeah. You know, find those things that bring you absolute joy and stay on that path. And then the things that don't bring you joy, well, that's a pretty strong indicator that you're probably not on the right path, mm-hmm. you know? It's funny, as you're saying that there was um, something that came up in my mind. There was a documentary, I think it was yesterday or the day before that I was watching. It was this lady that was growing a rehabilitation center for plethoras. I think that's what the animals call it. It's like slowly becoming an endangered species because um, certain regions, they use them for medicinal holistic purposes and they, they kill the, the animal for their scales for medicine and then also use meat to, for food and whatever. So she saw this story online of like them killing a bunch of these endangered species animals and it got her so pissed and so flippant upset in the most passionate of way that she ended up um, raising some funds and opening up a rehabilitation center in Africa because a lot of poachers and stuff are actually really trying to um, traffic those animals into another region, which in the other region, their animals are already close to extinction. So they're, you know, venturing off into other countries who have similar animals for this species. And so she opens up this rehabilitation center and she's all passionate about it. And she's there trying to save these beautiful creatures. And through that, that anger and boiling madness, because her job was like going in war, really, you know, negotiating with people who captive these animals and, you know, going to their houses and all this stuff, like a war scene, I kid you not. And through all of that madness, that chaos, she found her purpose, which was saving this endangered species. And yeah, she might have found joy in what she was doing, especially when she was feeding the animals and really having that one-on-one time and taking care of them. But at the same time, those things that maybe bring you anger or... um, fire up your passion in maybe not in a happy joyful way might lead you to your purpose too i mean i don't know but in that story that's what it portrayed to be Mm -hmm. and that was beautiful yeah i mean how many activists have we seen where they found their purpose because of their anger you know yeah martin luther yeah Yeah. (laughs) huh can be just as powerful as joy. Yeah, yeah, totally. If used in the right way though, because all of these activists that we hear of, they used their anger in a beautiful way, in a beneficial way, mm-hmm. and turned it into something much better. You know, it's people who take that anger and turn it into something destructive that makes all the difference in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'll, 
I have another story. There's like a movie I watched the other day. <laughs> so like I'm injured and Netflix is like my thing right now. So there was a movie I watched and it was based on a, a, a true story. It was like back in the early 1700s maybe. And there was this, this student who was like a biochemical engineer at the time and he really wanted to figure out how to work windmills and stuff into society and have them sustain for electricity instead of using coal and stuff like that. And, you know, he was really trying to get into the political arenas to really fund his project. And he was like really focused on that. And there's like a lot of people that are like, no, you're crazy. You're just a dreamer. You just shut up and sit down type of thing. And he just wouldn't give up. And during that process of him trying to you know, fund his project, he would encounter, um, you know, romantic partners along the way because that's life. And for his purpose, some of it was involving love and different aspects of that. And during his loving partners, he would always like, you know, say that he loves them. And then, you know, when there's like an opportunity coming up for his project, he's like, all right, peace out. I'm gone. <sighs> And they're just like, what the hell happened? I thought you loved me. Like, oh, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> so then there was this um, woman that was a really wealthy woman, and her family was very wealthy, and they were going to fund his project. And so he was like, you know what? I'm going to you know, be engaged to her because I really want her. So it wasn't more of love, but that desire of wanting that person. But she thought it was love. And so they ended up getting engaged and right before they were going to get married, he was like, I can't do this. Like, we're just too different. And she was like, what are you talking about? You were like, you know, in sync with me this whole time. But what he ended up doing was going to Austria or something to um, try to fund his project in other ways because he didn't want to be in debt with her family. So he was like, all right, peace out. I can't do this. And she's like, what the hell is this? So he, you know, ventures off doing all kinds of things. And for her, she was in heartbreak. And what ended up with her was instead of drowning in her sorrow and misery, she ended up taking what she learned from her fiance at the time, which was, you know, he was in, grew up in a poor family. He was abused. He was all these different things. He was of poor class. So what she did was, you know, she saw lower um, statured people at that time who were suffering. So she opened up a boarding school for those children to have an opportunity that he never had. And she wanted them to thrive because she saw what the system can do to lower class citizens at that time. So she found her purpose. She turned her misery into gold yeah. but on his side nothing nothing was fulfilled mm. or at least that's what we see from the movie I mean mm. maybe his purpose was not to have that project be fun but to learn lessons in other things mm. of like heartbreak and pain and all that stuff but his goal wasn't really fulfilled. But what she ended up doing was, there was a point at the end of the movie where he had cancer and he wrote her a letter and she came and stuff and he, she was like, 
you know what, let me get your blueprints of your project and I want to host it at my, my boarding school. And whoever it inspires, have them see if they want to take the project and have it be funded and so on and so forth. And that's what they ended up doing at the end. It's awesome. Mm. So it was like that two sides of a coin of, you know, going down that path of having it break you and just be broken and mm. that's it. Or take your pain and sorrow and shape it into something beautiful that may even be your purpose. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a very interesting turn of events. Yeah. Like I did not expect you to <laughs> I didn't expect the story to end that way. <laughs> I was like waiting for him to fulfill his project. Right. He never does. <laughs> but she ended up carrying it out in a different way. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. And he actually ended up being in solitude until the very end. Mm. So he realized, For a <laughs> I know. He, realized, he was like, oh my God, nature is just so peaceful. I'm most at home here. Huh. So, so yeah. maybe his purpose changed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. What are your thoughts, Justin? Of what I've been exposed to lately and I'm, it's really freeing is I heard you all talking a lot about like pain versus joy and serving you, right? And finding a purpose. Personally, like from wrestling, I don't remember any of, I remember maybe one or two of my wins, but I can go into detail about every single one of my losses, right? Um, that being said, for me, life recently, life is empty and meaningless and it is empty and meaningless that it is empty and meaningless and there's huge power in that it's empty that's what the Tao talks of being empty and void in order to simply be present to the present moment we talked to Seaver about this a little bit today in the sense of being present to receive what is there the present moment is the guru is the teacher and each purpose is different in each moment for each person. In my Tao study group on Thursday, we were reading a little bit of the Confucian Analects and talking about all these rules and stuff for interactions with whether it be your mother, your employer, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever. Every single interaction has its own set of rules that you have to be present to witness. Guess what? Every conversation I have, I can gear towards talking about life, as Jack says. Oh, hey, look at this cat, Justin. Oh, and then Justin starts talking about life when I'm just talking about a cat. Right? Um, so allow the purpose to be flexible. It may change. Mm -hmm. I started off engineering. I heard you all talk about, you know, family influencing what you do. A lot of the men in my family are engineers, so I became an engineer. Didn't work in my degree fields, and all of a sudden I have a job as a brewmaster apprentice, which is directly in line with my degree and my sobriety. Fancy that. Hmm. Right? So my purpose is to be present for what is. Enjoy it. All of it. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Hmm. I feel like my purpose is like a lot of different things yeah. that are all kind of related. So it's like, like I was saying before, like that journal question changes day to day. So some days it's simple, some days it's like a paragraph, but along the lines of, it's always along the same lines. So like to reach a higher state of consciousness, uh, to impact others in a positive way, hmm. to be present. Um, it's like so many things. So like, I guess now I just want to like simplify it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or not, I don't know. We're not. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. You just go every day making a new purpose. Yeah. You want to help one person out today. Okay. That's your purpose for the day. You want to help yourself out today. Okay. That's your purpose for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want to make yourself happy. You want to make someone else happy. Cool. Whatever you want to do. You want to spread that light and that love. I think that would be a good exercise to do like every morning is just, you know, setting that intention. What, what is it you wish to have be that purpose for today mm -hmm. and see how it evolves throughout the whole day. And then at the end of the night, just come back to that intention and see how it went. Mm -hmm. Maybe journal about it, but I feel like that's like a good experiment. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. You can say like, okay, you can do it day by day, like what you guys were saying, or you can make it more broad. Like, okay, what is your life purpose though? Yeah. Like what's, what's your today's purpose? What's your monthly purpose? What's your weekly, yearly? <laughs> you go about it a million different combinations. I mean, people who suffer from depression, their life purpose might just be to be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To okay. find happiness. Well, I mean, now that gets me wondering, would that be their purpose or their desire? Mm, true. Yeah. Because maybe their purpose, they either haven't realized it yet. Right. Or mm. they're just resisting their purpose. Like, true. Like that resistance from ego, pride, or maybe not wanting to feel that that hurt and pain like i remember i had a friend a long time ago and like i really had that epiphany of that person through i guess we'll give an example through relationships like they they really desire to have like you know a really good relationship with someone and really one-on-one -on -one connection, that soulmate relationship. But they were focused so much on the past, on the past people, on the past situations. And it wasn't until that person that they were with at that moment broke up with them was when they would wallow about that person instead mm -hmm. of being there with that person when they were together. So it was like, they really fed off of the heartbreak and the art of loss, the mm -hmm. art of pain. And maybe that was part of their purpose is trying to really understand 
what loss is, what that pain is like, to therefore help others who might go down that road and to have them get advice once they, you know, bloom into that realization of, oh, well, I feed off of this. Well, why do I feed off of this pain and loss? And then evolve into having that be flipped instead of having that be hurt. Now you can help others through the hurt. Mm -hmm. So I found mm. that really interesting. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, back to the uh, original question. <laughs> <laughs> What was it again? Does everyone have a purpose? Does everyone have a purpose? I'd say yes. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I think, you know, we all have a purpose. And it's funny because when um, Marco and I were actually test running the mic to see if it was, if it was okay, he was like, okay, well, let's do a debate on something and nothing <laughs> and his theory was like you know even if there's nothing there is something and mm -hmm. nothing and i was like what no there's something and something and there's nothing and nothing yeah. and so we're going back and forth in that and it's like it reminds me of this question of whether you know if everyone has a purpose well to me i feel like yeah everyone has a purpose even though there's the art of nothing in the purpose like if if you want to do nothing all day, and if you feel like that resonates with you at the most high, yet everyone thinks, oh, well, a purpose, you have to do something. You have to, you know, do a project. You have to interact. Right. You have to do something. But if you're just chilling all day, that's not a purpose. Like, what is that? But what if that is the purpose? You're still doing them? something. You're still doing something. Yeah. In the nothing. Mm-hmm. I had a physical geology class in my freshman year of college, I think it was. Uh, and the professor was talking about how the, about the universe. And he was like, yeah, and, you know, the universe just keeps expanding. And so I said, okay, great. What is it expanding into? Yeah. And he didn't have an answer. He was like, well, it's, I mean, I don't know. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I said, well, then there's got to be something. If the universe is constantly expanding, it's expanding into something. If you want to call it the nothingness, that nothing is still something. Mm. <laughs> it's expanding into it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, you're doing nothing all day, you're still doing something. It's still something that you're doing. Yeah. Even if you go into a, a de uh, what are those deprivation tanks? Yeah, the sleep deprivation yeah. tank. Yeah, you're still doing something. Mm -hmm. You know? How I look at it with that, that sleep deprivation tank thing is like, it really has you realize that your soul doesn't sleep. Mm -hmm. Your soul is continuous energy and it's always evolving and moving and changing like all these different things, mm -hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't sleep. It doesn't be in recuperation mode. I mean, it's an infinite source of energy. Mm. So with that, it's like, purpose yeah you have a purpose because yeah. you're always 
evolving and shifting even if your body is chill. Mm -hmm. Your soul's never chill. Yeah, even mm -hmm. when you're sleeping. Yeah, there's no yeah. start or stop. No, mm -hmm. it's still going. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that everyone has a purpose. And will you necessarily see that purpose? Not, not necessarily. You might die and never know what your purpose was, but you still had it. It was still there. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. You know? Yeah. It doesn't mean to stop trying no. to live that life of purpose. It just means you might not see it come to fruition, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That's right. You might see it another lifetime, mm -hmm. you know? In this one, you didn't see it, but that does, that's okay. Yeah, or maybe five lifetimes down the road. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? You could think of it this way, like the other lifetimes that you didn't complete the purpose is actually preparing you for that time when you complete your purpose because you're collecting all of that, that data and those abilities and talents and everything that you need for that purpose. Mm -hmm. So technically, you might not necessarily have your purpose be all one and done in just one mm -hmm. lifetime. I mean, if that what happens for you, that's amazing. Like, good for you, congratulations. But maybe it's it's more of you know several lifetimes to get you to that point. What comes to mind is like Source or God or Yala Awei. Um, yeah, I want to like name more gods, but <laughs> focus, focus. Yeah. So. It's like once that source created us, we were a raw energy. Like we were pure, we were raw. Mm. And when we came to earth, it was to help mold us and shift us into who we are right now. And throughout all of those different lifetimes, it helped us have the abilities and talents that we have right now. So like some of us are really good communicators. Some of us are, are really good at, I don't know, fashion or dance or different things, maybe singing. But they had to go through several lifetimes to pick up those talents and different things to therefore thrive in your life purpose, to therefore thrive in who you are right now. You might just be in your rough draft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you might be groomed and molded for your own greatness. Yeah. I love this question. Hmm. This is a good one. Yeah. Did you write this question? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's know. a magic hat, you know? <laughs> Doesn't look like your handwriting. Uh, I don't know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hopefully we have more questions rolling in soon from other sources. Intent. Hit <laughs> us up, listeners. Come uh, on now. Yeah. Even if you only listen to the podcast once and you want to throw a question our way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, that's at insightfulcrayons at gmail.com. Like, we will love to connect with you. Mm. Yeah. Please do it, because if it starts sounding like all of these questions are coming from the same people, it's because they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, on that note, 
going to have this episode come to a close. Yeah. Mm. Really appreciate you guys listening in. <laughs> so take care. <laughs> Some closing notes. <laughs> <laughs> so take care and have a wonderful night. And we'll see you again next Friday. Same time, same place. So take care and good night. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Felicia. <laughs> <laughs>